this podcast will explore practical approaches for unlocking and exploring your personal strengths in order to open up those incredible opportunities for growth and diversification in what you do and also how you grow throughout your life. So discover the power within you. It's already there. You don't have to work to get them. Instead, you have to work to find them. This is the Clinician to Clinician podcast. I'm your host, Laura Eflin, licensed independent clinical social worker with over 15 years of experience in the mental health field. Clinician to Clinician is a place where mental health clinicians, therapists, or counselors share their professional stories, successes, challenges, and insights. As clinicians, our professional work is rarely public. We want to change that and build a more transparent, supportive, and honest community. Well, hello, brilliant clinicians. So wonderful to be back. Uh, my name is Laura Eflund. This is Clinician to Clinician, and I'm super excited to be here again. The fact that March is almost over um, just feels like things have flown by so fast. We just recently launched a new podcast episode with um, Jenny Wallig, who is an, really an incredible LMFT who has also gotten her PhD and she's been doing incredible work with adults and couples. And you should definitely check out that particular episode if you are interested in couples work or expanding you know, into couples work. She is a just incredible resource for clinicians. Today, I wanted to continue on our journey to really kind of talk about some of the key values, the key parts of who we are as clinicians, um, ways to really develop ourselves. And the one area today that we get to talk about is identifying your strengths. So mental health therapists often struggle to make the most of their clinical careers. I know it's shocking and it's true. And the reason is, is because we go into our master's program and we go in thinking, you know, I want to do this one thing. And for some people that's advocacy. Some people that is more individual therapy, family therapy, couples, adolescents, and so forth. And we work so hard to learn as much as we possibly can about that one area. And unfortunately it's a long career. It can be 20 to 40 years of us being direct care providers and working with this master's. And so what is very common, and I don't want you to feel alone with this, is starting to feel stuck and unsure about how to move forward. Um, It can be difficult to identify our strengths. And so today I want to talk about an amazing way to get unstuck and to move forward and to diversify the different kinds of things that you can do is to know your personal strengths. Strengths are inherent. We are born with our strengths. It's what makes us unique. It's what makes us different. And also it is what really helps us get through life is our personal strengths. And the same can be true for your career. So turning to these strengths can really help us achieve our goal. So once you figure out your strengths, it can be kind of hard to really think about how do I implement those? What do I do with them? How do I start to put them into action? And so I want to give you some tips today. I want to work on today, first and foremost, just knowing if you ever run into an issue at work, in your job, 
with your clients, with your professional career, your relationship. I mean, anything. Start with your strengths. Start with what it is that you know about yourself. So this podcast will explore practical approaches for unlocking and exploring your personal strengths in order to open up those incredible opportunities for growth and diversification in what you do and and also how you grow throughout your life. So discover the power within you. It's already there. You don't have to work to get them. Instead, you have to work to find them. And so take the first steps towards leveraging your strengths. Hi, I'm Lara Eflund, and I help mental health therapists stop feeling lost by using a clear, easy-to-follow roadmap for confidence and growth after licensure. At the Clinician Development Collective, we know that you want to be a successful mental health clinician. However, in order to do that, you need a trusted advisor, high-quality training, and friendly support. The problem is there's no system for continued growth after licensure, which makes you feel lost. We believe clinicians deserve a clear roadmap towards long-lasting professional success. We understand what it feels like to be lost after licensure, which is why we created the Clinician Development Collective using 20 years of knowledge, competency, and best practices. So let's jump in into our strengths and what they're really there to help you do. So first, we need to identify what our strengths are. So there are various types of strengths assessments out there. The one that I highly recommend and is the Strengths Finder 2.0. And this is Gallup. Um, Don Clifton did a whole Strengths Finder. Um, it's awesome. It's $20. You can pay for it and you can go and get it. Or you can do our 90 minute Strengths Finder session, which we will pay for it. And then um, also help you with a full 90 minutes of just focused on you and your strengths and what you can do with them and how to apply them. And the thing that, you know, when we first start to identify our strengths, we want to take a step back with them. We want to learn how to navigate the world with them because it can be overwhelming, honestly. So for instance, my top five strengths are love love of learning, creativity, perspective-taking, and leadership. So those are big. They're big in the sense that they really do, they really kind of hone in on what's important to me, what I also noticed throughout my life. You know, even when I was on soccer teams, I may not have been the best soccer player, but I was actually someone who was in the running to be the captain. And it wasn't because of my actual, my skill set as a soccer player. It wasn't that good actually, but it was my leadership qualities. It was the way in which I approached problems. It was the way in which I showed up. That's a natural part of who I am. Um, I actually like challenges, especially in groups and in settings and how to bring the work, you know, everyone together and to work together and to keep everybody moving forward. That's my, that's a part of my leadership strength. And so I wouldn't actually have known that until I took the assessment. And then I realized I reflected on parts of my life where that, that strength showed up for me. I've also been a clinical leader for the last 20 years, which is probably not surprising <laughs> either. 
Um, I really love leadership. I love being kind of at the precipice of development and growth for a group of people. So, which is also probably why I started the Clinician Development Collective. So the reason why we want to start with identifying our strengths is because it's going to help us make so much more sense. So I do recommend finding an assessment. Now you can self-assess, um, which you know does take a little bit more of that effort and of your focus and in your time. So the first one that you can do is you can reflect on your past successes. So consider the experiences and situations which you've been most successful with in the past and write them down and journal about them and kind of really sit with that for for a while or a few days and just try to build a list. You can also make an inventory of your skills. So compile a list of all the skills, knowledge, and talents you have gained over time and try to compare yourself to others that you have worked with. So think about what sets you apart when you worked in a group, when you were working on a team, when you were in a classroom setting, where in which did you show up and stand out um, from those around you? Those are just some ways to kind of think about that. But then the next thing that we want to think about is turning your strengths into your opportunities. So once you have your strengths, you know, it's like, oh, that's cool. You know, this isn't I don't know if any, okay, this is totally going to call me out in my age, but, um, you know, you love to sit around, get the magazines and find all of the self quizzes. That was totally me. I loved self quizzes. I loved exploration of like who I am, what I'm all about, but it's fun. It can be a fun activity. It can be a fun exercise. However, I really encourage you to not just stop at now knowing what your top five strengths are, but instead how to turn these into opportunities. So we want to find ways to use and build upon these strengths that we have found. We want to find new opportunities for success and growth and ways in which we can show up using our strengths. So some of the things that I want to kind of talk about too are the fact that your strengths also can become your burdens. And when I say that, so when we are starting to kind of look at our opportunities and turning into our strengths, we also can look at the ways in which maybe we lean too much on our strengths. So for instance, as a leader and having a leadership quality, I can self-sacrifice, right? Like I can actually try to self-sacrifice myself, or I can feel like I don't want to place any responsibility on anyone else. So I feel like if, if I'm the leader, I need to do it. I mean, eventually I'm going to, I am not going to have enough energy, which has happened to me many times, or I don't ask for help when I really need to. Um, that's actually becoming a burden. So a way for me to find opportunity within the strength of leadership is how to also show my vulnerability, you know, within that opportunity and show the fact that I, even leaders need to show when they are struggling or leaders need to show when they need, um, you know, support from others or, or delegating, you know, so that it keeps the ball moving um, and that the team keeps succeeding and moving forward. That in itself is also optimizing your strength. So really looking at ways in which you can find more opportunity. Another example I want to use um, I'm going to change the person's name for the sake of this podcast. Take Nora, for example. She completed a strengths assessment and learned from her top strengths, 
which were achievement, curiosity, execution, responsibility, and leadership. So she was still a year away from getting her license as a mental health counselor, and she decided to take on a new project at work, which focused on improving morale and helping her team feel heard and supported. She received a lot of great feedback from her peers and supervisor, and she's now considering taking on more leadership roles in the future. So honestly, without Nora knowing her strengths, she would not have even thought to kind of take on this different kind of project and really kind of expand her her ability to really support her team and also do more things in her job. And she loved it. She really actually felt like this did tap into a lot of parts of her that felt really good. So, you know, our strengths can help us explore new areas, find new things to do. So for instance, um, I've had people who do the strengths assessment and they start to realize oh, I want to do teaching or I want to do more advocacy. Oh my gosh, I think it would be so fun to do a group. Also looking at writing or advising others, um, looking more into compliance, you know, things related to healthcare, but not necessarily directly related to direct therapy work. So things that you want to kind of think about is that there's so much to do with your strengths. And so when we start to kind of open ourselves up and we really start to see the different things that we can apply, we could actually start to put those things into motion. Now, I wanted to just reiterate that it is okay if you need support, you know, so seeking out guidance, talking to your friends, talking to mentors, consultants, supervisors, or others that can really help maximize your ability to really think about these strengths and start to put them into practice. I know for myself, when I am doing something new, sometimes it feels a little overwhelming. It feels as though there's so much to know. There's so much that I could apply, or what if I'm missing something and I'm not seeing it? So I do like to seek guidance. I do like to seek another opinion. And that really is, that's great. That's that's a personal strength as well, to discover ways that others can help support you grow and think of things outside of the box that you hadn't thought of before. So really thinking about your strengths and learning about them and growing and maybe even reaching out for that guidance can be so invaluable and I highly recommend it. So really, you know, unlocking your true potential, you can seek out the Clinician Development's 90-minute Strengths Finder session, or you can uncover these hidden personal strengths all on your own, and you can use them to learn how to use and achieve your goals. So I hope, you know, that you take this time to think about your strengths, ways that you can apply your strengths and leverage your abilities to achieve that success that you so deserve and that can really make your career feel very fulfilling and also different. Every step of the way, you can keep iterating and finding new things that you're passionate about. So don't settle for mediocrity and definitely get out there and seek out more opportunity. I want to invite you to join me for my next video where I'll be discussing the topic of why mental health therapists struggle to grow in mediocre clinical supervision or consultation. And that clinical supervision and consultation field is ever-changing one, actually. There's lots of different kinds out there when it comes to consultation. And then when the supervision, there's a lot of different kinds of supervisors And so it is really important for clinicians to have the knowledge and skills to navigate these changes 
And unfortunately, many mental health therapists find themselves stuck in mediocre clinical support and guidance. And that unfortunately then does not challenge their knowledge or push them outside of their comfort zone. So we really want to help you by giving you a kind, safe space to learn while also challenging you, being honest, really giving you solid feedback that you can use. And we won't leave you out there in the cold. We also share our experiences, our vulnerabilities, the things that we've struggled with and also have overcome or felt super successful about. And we want to encourage you to do the same. So check us out www.cliniciandevelopmentcollective.com. And we hope to continue to offer you great services and also to keep this podcast ever growing and ever changing. So please give us um, a shout out on, give us a review. Also, if you would like to share what you want to hear on the podcast, please do so. Until next time, thank you from Clinician to Clinician with Laura Eflin. Clinicians learning from one another are unshakable and unstoppable. Build confidence, competence, and compassion through storytelling and hearing from other clinicians' personal experience and professional journey to becoming where they are today. This podcast is sponsored by the Clinician Development Collective, a place where clinicians can receive clinical supervision, consultation, training, and support. Come check us out at www.cliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancliniciancl